A Walk Among the Stars, The Monsters, The Paranormal, and Supernatural. Join your tour guides, Justin and Josh, on this cryptic journey through life and beyond. What you may not know is you've been on this journey for a long time, and you've finally arrived. Join us and our cult by subscribing to this podcast and giving us a generous five-star rating. With doing so, your soul will be set and the afterlife defined. Welcome to It's Cryptic Out There. to its cryptic out there podcast i am your host justin alongside my girl julia why did you say it like that <laughs> god i wanted to see your reaction to it how you doing it's been a while since you've been like in the studio <laughs> i was recording. about to say i saw you yesterday oh, yeah. <laughs> doing good doing great do you like the new setup yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's your fault, kind of, if you think about it. Okay. <laughs> I like being able to sit on the floor, that's for sure. Yeah, it's very so it's vibey. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so today is the first October episode of A Cryptic Oktoberfest. Is that what you're calling it? Maybe. <laughs> I just did it on the spot. Okay. So we'll yeah. work on it. Yeah, yeah. Today is just going to be a very chill conversation with old Jules. Bye. <laughs> but first, I wanted to kick off things with a uh, very weird, you know, thing I discovered. Yesterday, we went to West Virginia. <laughs> Say where in West Virginia? We live so close to West Virginia. You're right. We went to Lewisburg. Yeah, Lewisburg, West Virginia, to go see Tyler Childress or Childers. Jesus Christ. What is it? Childers. Childers. Yeah. Well, we got there and there was a shit ton of people. Like a shit ton of people. And um as we were watching Tyler perform, there was a drunk couple beside us. And they were just all over the place, weren't they? Yeah, they kept falling down. Literally, the guy fell right in front of me. <laughs> and I just looked down and just did nothing. I just looked at him. And she swinging her arms around. She hit my arm at one point. How would her laugh go? I'm not doing the laugh. How'd it go, though? It went. And it didn't stop going. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Something like that. But going back to West Virginia. <laughs> so, yesterday you were like, hey, 
you talk so bad about West Virginia. I'm like, no, I don't. You have before. I don't think I have at all. That's what somebody that's talked bad about West Virginia would say. <laughs> that's an honest person. And I'm being honest. However, this right here is just... just this right here is weird. Um, have you ever heard of the West Virginia Roadkill Festival? You say that you've never talked bad about West Virginia, <laughs> then you pull this shit up. Oh, well, do I have a point here now? No, I'm afraid not. <laughs> it's a roadkill festival. It feels like festival. you're trying to make a point. No. <laughs> I'm going to get you canceled. <laughs> no, 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 because on our way there to Lewisburg, I really enjoyed the ride as it was, like, just looking out. Fields, the houses, the historic houses. But this right here, the Roadkill Cookoff in West Virginia is a once in a lifetime event for wild game lovers. So, have you ever heard of the Roadkill Cookoff? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I said cookoff. In all my food adventures, this is an article by the way, in all my food adventures I've never once heard about this wild game roadkill festival. It is a West Virginia tradition that highlights the region's unique game meats. Food Network and Travel Channel have even highlighted the unique festival. It's a raging good time for all and a chance to try some erotic dishes like black bear. Like, that's not roadkill, though. I mean, I guess it could, could be. be. Yeah, I guess it could tear up your car. In 2021, West Virginia Roadkill Cook-Off will take place on September 20... Oh, this is an older article. I thought it was a newer one. Anyway, the Pocahontas County... How far away is that, do you know? Pocahontas County? That's, like, maybe... Shoot. Um, from like Rich Creek, that's probably like an hour and a half-ish. Okay. Not too far. I think. Yeah. Pocahontas County Chamber of Commerce in Pocahontas County puts on this annual event. It's part of the annual Autumn Harvest Festival and takes place in the small town of Marylington. The West Virginia Roadkill Cook-Off features live music and a Miss Roadkill pageant. No. That's funny. Wow. Wow. I wonder if people, like, from PETA ever stand outside and, like, protest. I bet they were at the first one. Or the second one. Or both. There's also a prize for the winner of the People's Choice Favorite Dish. The first place winner gets... A total of 1,200 cash prize. Okay, here we go. They got an Instagram account. Well, the game meets don't have to be actual roadkill. Okay, then why are you calling it? They do have to be animals that you would find on the side of the road. Killed by a traffic accident. You may see foods like fried... What is that? Venison. Venison. Wontons. Snapping turtle stew. Teriyaki. Marriott. Venison is deer. Beer. What? Bear? Venison is deer. Venison. Yeah, that's right. And squirrel gravy over biscuits. Don't be surprised if the menu also includes possum. 
Opossum? Groundhogs. What's opossum? It's the same thing. You say opossum. <laughs> My dad used to call me possum all the time. I don't know why. God. Yeah. He probably wasn't. That probably wasn't a compliment. I don't know about that. Yeah, I really don't know. I can't see that being a term of endearment. <laughs> One of the main rules is that the meat cannot be pre-cooked. The contestants can cook in any style, whether it is barbecue, fried, stewed, or baked. Oh. The meat can be pre-cut and pre-treated prior to the main event. This makes me want to be a vegan again. Mm. You practically are some, some, some weeks. If you're interested in getting tickets or attending the event, go to PC. C-O-C-W-V dot com. There will be... There will find all the information you need to prepare for this once-in-a-lifetime experience. Would you go? Probably not. Really? I mean, I don't... I wouldn't get anything. I don't know. I like I like deer meat a lot. I'd get that, probably. But... Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of roadkill. Yeah. Deer. Especially around these parts. <laughs> Let's watch this video. Okay. Definitely very, very fresh. As uh, about 14 hours ago. Maggots all over the place. Brought it back. Figured that'd be the best thing to do. Just serve it the way we found it. Basically, we all just grabbed stuff from our home. There were foxes. Oh. That's kind of sad. No guts, no glory. Eight teams have gathered in West Virginia. We're making rabbit Alfredo today. Oh my god. Elmer Fudd was going hot rabbit and he'd run him over instead of shooting. We got him cooking up in the pot in the back. Nobody else does rabbit Alfredo. It's Italian rabbit. We're doing this for the And today we made guana, guana chili. It's a venison chorizo pork with all kinds of fresh herbs. That actually sounds really good. Kind of does, actually. Jeez. She's dedicated. <laughs> Didn't run at all. <laughs> we are making a blackened, asphalt blackened venison bruschetta. Yeah, I've been in the culinary industry right at about 22 years. You can definitely take Also, he's a professional.
I feel like doing a stew or a chili is like the easy way out. Probably so. That just looks pretty fun. Yeah. I'll get to that. Yeah. Shit. Have to wait till next year. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I just wanted to kick off things with something weird. Um, <laughs> but today we're going to be talking about the popular, I guess, healing method. Is that what you can call it? <laughs> I mean, I guess so, yeah. Magic crystals. I guess that's what you call them? Just crystals. Crystals. No magic. <laughs> All right. I'm pulling up an article here. The history of modern application of witchcraft and crystals. Mm, interesting. Witchcraft is a practical application of magic. We all have heard mystical tales of witches, warlocks, and paganism. The spells that have been told, the ritual based off offerings and magical stories, casting out energy. Humans have been heavily invested in the use of crystals and stones for thousands of years. But is there any merit to their use? Can crystals actually alter anything in our lives with their properties? I mean, energy is real, and energy is everywhere. Energy is real. Like, no matter what you're talking about, and like, whether you call it witchcraft or whatever, like... At the very least, it's it's energy, yeah. and it's energy that can help things, whether it helps things mentally, with healing, whatever it may be. I don't know. Yeah. Humans have been heavily invested in the use of crystals and stories for thousands of years, yes. Carrie Eller, owner and operator of Under the Elder Tree, sells assorted stones, crystals, herbs, and even boasts a Himalayan salt sanctuary. Oh, that's cool. Quote, to the skeptics, anything in life can be a tool to make positive changes. Mm-hmm. We all want that. That's kind of what I was just getting at. Yeah, we all want that. You just have to want the change bad enough to make an effort, yeah. she says. And, like, everybody has their own ways of, like, using whatever it is that they may use, whether it be an object or, like, a religion or yeah. whatever. Right, right. To influence their energy or the energy around them or to try and influence, like, positivity or some sort of good outcome. Yeah. So who cares, like, what method that is? Right. While this thought can be applied to witchcraft... Which at first is a little, you know, hesitation to most people. That's all I was saying. Though. Yeah. Eller doesn't necessarily believe it can be applied to being a modern witch, per se. Quote, nobody knows for sure how these cultures implemented them, as these were groups of people with no written language to refer to or historical references. She was regarding to... The Lives of Witches, Warlocks, and Wiccans, also known as Picts, Druids, and Celts. Quote, however, archaeological evidence shows they live closely with the Earth. Which, yeah, that's actually 
Now that I think about it, that's kind of interesting. What lives closely with the Earth? The crystals. I mean, that's where they came from. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. like deep down, you know, hard to find. That's where they came from. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where I leave off. <laughs> oh God. Okay. And as everything always have had meaning and associations with other things, it stands to reason that the use of stones was a part of their cultural of their culture too. I mean, I feel like growing up it was very common for like people to say like let's take a shot every time I say like um <laughs> for somebody to have let's say a lucky penny. Yeah. Or a lucky pen. Or a lucky something. Mm -hmm. So... Raccoon tail or something. I mean, that sounds... Now that I've, like, grown up and have gotten into this stuff a little bit, it's like... Those people sound crazy. Mm. Compared to this, where it's like... There's an actual basis behind all of it. Yeah. And... It's ten times more likely to be a lucky something... Because if you have, like, a stone, like, they're each meant for different things. Mm -hmm. And can do different things for you or help with certain things, whatever it may be. Like, that sounds a hell of a lot more believable than somebody being like, this is my lucky whatever it may be that they keep on. Yeah. Them, like a keychain or whatever. Something right. stupid like that, you know? Well, also, you got to think man-made ob objects... And they're like saying, oh, this is my lucky, you know, gives off luck. This stuff is actually from the earth. And that's not like to pin one thing against the other either. I mean, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> I guess anything I can carry that. energy, you know, anything. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's another reason for this increase. Ellis says there are many resources available now more than ever that can be that can help people dive deep into religions that take part in this type of practice quote now in modern times there is a re resurgence res resurgence yeah. of people embracing earth-based religions yeah. who go by the terms of witches and warlocks there can be information found all over the internet, and in many hundreds of books. Hundreds of books. Wow. Probably thousands. Showing that lots enjoy the use of crystals in their religion, religious practice. Alright, so, Julia, you actually do have crystals. I brought some from home. Yes. Let's see what we brought They're here. quite gorgeous. Yeah. Do you want to, like... Hold it in front of the camera. Sure. This is amethyst. Amethyst. Would you like to elaborate on what it does, what it is? Oh, I didn't expect all of that. Hold on. Oh, okay. I'm sure you've had these for a I'm while. I'm gonna look up, look it up because I want to say it all like correctly. Correctly, yeah. So amethyst, that purple stone that he just held up. Um, it's a symbol, it has for a long time been a symbol of peace, cleansing, and calming energy. Mm. The crystals represent purification and connection to spiritual and divine beings. 
The meaning of amethyst is also attached to serenity, understanding, trust, and grace. I like that. Yeah. I like the purple to it. Where'd you get this one? Do you remember? I was in North Carolina somewhere. Mm-hmm. I feel like one thing to be aware of, too, is, like, looking to see where your crystal is sourced from. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. This one still has a price tag on it. <laughs> I got this one from Eats in Blacksburg. They have a great, um, it's like this organic grocery store, and they have an amazing crystal section. It yeah. is so much fun. Hmm. But what I was saying was, I feel like it's important to look and see where the crystal is sourced from. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, knowing what to look for to tell if it's real or fake. Because people will sell copies. Yeah. Like, for instance, this is definitely satin spar. But people will sell satin spar and say that it's selenite. And that's too... I, I'm pretty sure the satin spar is also a crystal. But hold on. Gotcha. Yeah, so they look very similar. Um, they both come in like that tower form most of the time you'll see. Um, but selenite is a lot more transparent and colorless mm. and almost like glass versus satin spar that's like a little more, it's more iridescent than anything, kind of milky. Um, satin spar is a fibrous form of gypsum. Yeah, it's generally white, silky, and translucent with pearly or milky appearance, although you can find peach orange commonly sold Ooh. as well. So what They is... are the same mineral, a form of gypsum, but they are crystallized differently to form either selenite or satin spar. So... Which one does this... What is this supposed to do? I like this one too. Dead air. Yeah, because one time I was like having some bad dreams and a friend gave me, it wasn't that one, but it was a mm -hmm. different satin spar. And they were like, put it under your pillow at night and it'll help. And it actually did help. It was kind of weird. Um, Interesting. But it, they call it the lucky stone, bringing good fortune to the bearer. Um, it supports when life seems to be too hectic, yet boosts personal growth during times of stagnation. And then it's also known as the protector. Um, its primary gifts are cleansing, clearing, and release of stagnation. Hmm. That's what most people use it for, is like for cleansing and clearing. Right. They'll even use it to like cleanse other stones. Hmm. Yeah. And then there's some stones, this lot's taken. There's some stones that like, there's different ways to cleanse them. You could use water, you could use moon water. Moon water? That's when you just leave out some water, like, by a full moon, and then gotcha. it's, like, cleansed by the full moon's energy. Gotcha. Um, or, like, with sage, or, you know, any other way with, like, a healing meditation, like, crystal meditation, you could do that with it. Um, what was I saying? 
sorry. Uh, they, some crystals can, that you can sage crystals. Oh yeah, but it's, um, this is what I was gonna say. Some crystals, though, cannot be put into water. Like, this one specifically, if you put it into water, it'll actually just dissolve. Mm. Not completely. It can actually be very harmful to drink that water. Because some people have, like, cracked the joke. Well, if that's the cleansing stone, if I dissolve it in some water, I should yeah. just drink it, right? Like, psh, that's a great idea. No, it's not a great idea. Fascinating. I thought that was a funny point that somebody made one time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now this like one cleanse yourself inside and out. That one kind of looks... That's honey calcite. There's a lot of different colors of calcite. Why am I trying to smell them? (laughs) That one where it's like that honey color, Mm -hmm. it's so pretty. I kind of just want to like take a bite out of it. Right. You see people do in those videos where they eat the honeycombs. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. This one's smoother. Honey calcite is believed to increase feelings of self-worth, confidence, courage, and assists us to overcome obstacles. Mm. It is helpful for learning of all types and developing skills. You just got a whole basket full of positivity. And there's also some that, like, can't go in the sun and can go in the sun. Really? Yeah, so it's just good to know, like... Does that Can that one go in the sun? Did you know? Yeah, I can. Oh, okay. It might fade over time, but it can go in the sunlight. Right, right. Let's see. Ooh, blue. One of my favorite colors. That one, let me see. I'm pretty sure that one's blue calcite. Blue calcite. Yeah, it is. It aids in emotional healing, releases mental and emotional blockages, encourages self-expression, mm-hmm. dissipates negative energies, encourages clear and honest communication, and enhances um, psychic abilities, including telepathy and inner visions, Ooh. and awakens your intuition. You know, that stuff's real. I, I do believe in, like, psychics and, you know, all that jazz. I also brought um, some mini ones that I have. I have this, like, little dish, and I keep some mini ones in here. You're um, all about the little, little <laughs> glasses. Like, this one's opal. Like, hold that up in the light. Ooh. Well, technically, it's called opalite. Opa. Opla? Opa. Opa. Opal. Opal. Alright. Opalite improves communication on all levels, especially the spiritual. It removes energy blockages of the chakras and meridians. Emotionally, opalite helps by assisting during transitions of all kinds. It engenders persistence and gives us strength in verbalizing our hidden feelings. Mm. That one's most of the time. Um, I follow this account on TikTok that mines for opal out in Utah. And they'll post the coolest videos ever of, like, digging, digging, digging in, you know, the hills or whatever in the ground. And they just pull out these, like, huge, oh my god, it's crazy. And then they also, like, will find amethyst and stuff, too. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just crazy. I'm just fascinated by, like, Like business. this is, like, formed in the ground. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Yeah. I don't know. 
and then look at like the other side like you can just see that it's just like a normal rock mm -hmm. until they break like it hidden. open yeah i'm just fascinated by like the small businesses of people selling the crystals and the whole um backstory to each one where it has them labeled it's like it's like a trending thing now nowadays yeah. more than ever what else you got Jules? i have rose quartz that's the one that they call the love stone Ooh. <laughs> um you must got that in your pocket. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have pockets today. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shade. Um, so, rose quartz, anyways. This is some Harry Potter is stuff. It's most popular for... Um, they say, like, wear it close to the heart. Because mm -hmm. it wards off negative energy. Um, hold on. Yeah, it can promote self love. Let me see. Sorry. Yeah. We definitely need all these positive vibes in this apartment because <laughs> it is haunted. <laughs> Let me tell you. Extremely. Me and Jules. Yeah. Self-love, calm, peace. Yeah. Heal relationship problems, promote mutual understanding, inspire an attitude of compassion and kindness. Nice. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I like that one. Well, me and Jules experienced a lot of weird, probably paranormal stuff in this apartment. One night, we're watching... I don't know what we're watching. Probably something scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm in the kitchen, I guess, getting some chips or something. And it sounded, it sounded as though if somebody came in through the door and started barging up the stairs. And we both look at each other and we're like, what the hell? Somebody just broke in. So I'm like standing in the kitchen, squaring up, getting ready to prepare for whatever's about to come. That was funny. Around the corner. <laughs> yeah. And all Jules is going is, scared. <laughs> scared. Because when stuff like that happens, or like, when I get really, really... You freeze up. terrified, I freeze. Yeah, I mean, I do too, yeah. Like, one time, okay, my family went to the beach, and we... My family went to the beach. I didn't go. I stayed home. I was God. Like, just by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I think I couldn't get off work for, like, some of the days, and it would have been pointless to only go for a few of them. Yeah. I can't remember. But anyways, um, I'm sitting on the couch watching that movie with um, Rebel Wilson and Anne Hathaway. You know what I'm talking about? It came out just a few years ago. Okay. Finding <laughs> my business at home, watching a movie late at night, and we had this thing called a Furbo. Yeah. Which is, like, a pet camera that even dispenses treats. Yeah. If you press a button on your phone, it's like connected to an app and you can like FaceTime your dog, like just watch the video of your dog. Hashtag not sponsored. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I keep in mind, like it's dead silent besides the movie. Like I'm home alone. I can't remember if the doors were locked or not, but 
it's across from me in the living room, but for some reason, it sounds like... So, like, the fur bills are across from me in the living room. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, I hear these voices that sound like they're coming from upstairs. Almost like a female's voice, like, hissing or You've something. You've never told me this. It, it freaked me out. Okay, Dang. so... I'm like, I paused the movie. I'm like, holy fucking shit. Somebody's in the house. Like, all my life, like, I've been, like, I'd say a little afraid of this happening. Like, one of my worst fears. And it's happening. It's here. (laughs) And instead of, like, getting up and running out of the house, I think I, yeah, I called my mom. Mm -hmm. I texted my mom, and then I called, I think my dad and my brother, I called everybody, like my sister, my brother, mom, dad, nobody's picking up the phone. And I think it's only around like 10 or 11, yeah, of course, like in that moment, like I'm as scared as I can be. always happens. Yeah, like it sounds like a horror movie, like you need, your. yeah, the phone's not working basically. (laughs) I could have called 911 thinking back, but then all of a sudden like I just hear it more and more and it gets louder and louder and it's just like these inaudible, like human though, I can tell voices. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. So what happened? I just froze. I didn't do anything. Did I was just... sitting on the couch. I just stayed on the couch. Did you have a dog at the time? No. They took um, they took the dog with them on vacation that year. I'm pretty mm. certain. Yeah. So you just laid on the couch? I wasn't just laying on the couch. I was definitely sitting up, like, like breaking wh- the fuck out, starting to just cry my eyes out because I'm like, were you able to sleep? I couldn't move. Were you able to sleep? I don't remember that much. Hmm. But then um, they all started laughing on the voice thing, and I realized that's their laugh. And I realized it, they were talking to me through the furbo, trying, oh my. trying to scare me. Yeah. Trying to scare me. And it f-ing worked. They still talk about it to this day like, hey, do you remember that time that we were at the beach and we scared the shit out of Julie? What they? What would they say? I literally to... was having like a panic attack afterward. I was yeah. freaking out. What and were they, they were saying? Like, why did you just sit there? That was the funniest thing about it all. They were like, "Why did you just sit there?" I'm like, "I don't know." What are you supposed to do? Call a priest? <sighs> Probably. The phone wasn't working. Call a priest. It sounded like people were in the house. Right. In my eyes, somebody was in the house. What I should have done is gone up and ran. Yeah. And drove away. Right. No, I just sat there. Yeah. Thank God it was them. It's like, I just freeze. I don't know why that is. What would they say on the verbo to you? A lot of it was like inaudible stuff. I think at one point they were like hissing my name. God. Yeah, it's, but the way that they, I think it was Allie's, my sister's voice. Yeah. The way that, like, she was doing her voice, it sounded like a witch talking. Like, just a really old, haggard, like, raspy, hissy voice. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I still think about that sometimes. That's a great story. Freaks me out. (laughs) Never heard of it until now. (laughs) Saving that in my non-existent pockets. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So... I I found this article on basically how to, I guess, practice with crystals, I guess. I'm going to read off this article here. 
the beginners. Can... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. The beginner's guide to healing crystals. Gemstones are attractive pieces of stone that are prized for their beauty. Because of this, they are often crafted into jewelry. Mm-hmm. Apart from their aesthetic value, gemstones have naturally energetic properties that can be used in many different ways. In this course, you will learn about the magical properties of gemstones and crystals, as well as how these properties can be put to work in your life. Are you all ready for this? Julia, are you ready? For this course. We're going to school. We're going to Hogwarts right now. (laughs) What can crystals do for me? Gemstones and crystals contain magnetic vibrations, which can positively affect the energy surrounding them. Okay. Including your own personal energy fields. Because each gemstone or crystal has its own unique energy, each type of stone produces a different effect. Some can charge you with energy, while others can put you in a deep state of relaxation. I think this podcast, this episode, is very relaxed. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever been relaxed in any other episode other than this one. Are you saying that you're stressed out in every other episode? No, it's just, (laughs) um, this is just mellow. I don't know. It's just more mellow. Where was I? Energy, some change energy, but others put stay relaxation, helping you to experience greater levels of peace in your personal medications. Yeah, meditation, like sorry. Them, the um, like healing properties or whatever or benefits can have similarities between them. Yeah. You will soon discover that each of your gemstones and crystals radiates a different frequency frequency of energy that is as unique to each of type of stone as our fingerprints are to each of us. Hmm. Because of the powerful energies that gemstones and crystals contain, they have been used for magical purposes in various cultures and traditions throughout the ages. In addition to being beautiful accessories and elegant uh, admir. <laughs> Maybe you should get back to school. <laughs> I'm too relaxed. Ornaments. They have been collected, used, and treasured for their powerful energetic qualities. Once you learn the amazing powers that each gemstone and crystal possesses, you will be able to start collecting gemstones and crystals and using them to fulfill your wishes and manifest your desires. Do you manifest your desires with these crystals, Julia? Yeah, sometimes. Why do crystals work? Clear quartz have been on Earth since the beginning of time, and ancient civilizations have used crystals as protective... Talis... What is that word? Talismans. Talismans. What is talismans? A talisman can be like... Like a token that represents something... Like... Like a protective object. 
Gotcha. Like, yeah, that's the best way to describe it. Peace offerings and jewelry. Today, quartz makes up 12% of Earth's crust and used in almost every kind of technology, including timekeeping, electronics, information storage, and more. Isn't that cool? That is wild. That's crazy. That is wild. I didn't know that. It is possible for crystals to communicate through computer chips. Then, isn't it possible that the vibrational energy could be transformed in other ways? And with its connection to the Earth and its life-giving elements, it makes sense that crystals are universally healing, especially since they've made their mark in almost every civilization before us. Mm-hmm. That is pretty wild. How do I choose my crystal? Okay. Yeah, like some people will say, like, feel around. Like, if you're out shopping for some, like, feel around, like, whichever one you feel the most connected to randomly. Mm hmm. Like, you could even close your eyes and, like, do this and just let whatever happens, happens and randomly pick one. What feels best to you? Yeah. While you are searching for them, their energies will be simultaneously drawing you in their direction. Before going out to search for stones, take a few minutes to meditate before you leave your house. Visualize yourself holding the right stones in your hand, and then focus your intention on finding the right gemstone or crystal for you. When looking for gemstones and crystals, there are no specific rules to follow. There are only a couple of things to remember. First, keep an open mind and heart when searching for your stone. I think that's the most important thing if you want to get involved in something like this. Open your mind, you know. This will help you make you receptive to the connection that you will undoubtedly have the right stone. Second, follow your instincts. When you feel strongly about a particular stone or experience any of the signs we will be listing for you, should seriously consider purchasing it. How do you know when you have found the right gemstone or crystal? When you have found a gemstone or crystal that is right for you, you will experience any or all of the following signs. You will feel drawn to a particular stone. You may feel like you cannot take your eyes off of it. If you do, you will draw back to it. It is particular gemstone or crystal is calling out to you. As if this particular gemstone or crystal is calling out to you. You will feel a strong need to take the stone with you. You almost feel uncomfortable with the thought of the stone not being in your possession. Despite the physical similarity of stones in a basket or in a shelf, one particular stone will jump at you, and you will be able to pick it out, even among other stones. You will feel a strong jolt of energy when you touch the stone. You will experience these signs when you find the right stone, because as an energy link has been formed between you and the gemstone or crystal. Um, I actually have, like, a fun fact. Alright, go ahead. Um, 
So we talked about rose quartz. Um, I can't remember if we talked about clear quartz. If you can even see that, mm. that's clear quartz. But um, blue quartz, I'll show the camera what it looks like. Okay. Imagine it being really blue. I think it's coming up like gray and black on the camera. If they were blue? Yeah, so it's like this dark navy blue color, and it's called blue quartz. And it's actually most, I don't know if it's most commonly, but it's pretty commonly found in Virginia. Hmm. Um, blue quartz is common in the granites and granitoids out there, and it's not, I'm reading off an article, and it's not unusual to come across large veins most often in the middle of cow pastures. Blue quartz has been found in Texas, India, Norway, and up and down the east coast of North America from Rhode Island to South Carolina, mainly in the Blue Ridge. Let me see here. Very local for us. Yeah. And blue quartz, mineralogically speaking, pretty much like any other kind of quartz, except there's a few significant, significant differences. Um... The Virginia Minerals article says that the uniqueness of blue quartz is due to properties that are uncharacteristic in ordinary quartz, opalescence, um, catoyancy, and asterism. In addition, all blue quartz specimens are highly fractured and contain inclusions of rutile or other minerals. I don't know. I just thought that was pretty cool that yeah, here that locally is. you can find something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know that in Floyd, or at least there used to be, because I really wanted to go, this um, little spot that I found this super, super old article from like the 60s or 70s where you could actually go and like mine your own. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I think that is pretty cool how like they find it most of the time through cow pastures. I just wonder like what causes that yeah i don't know how to use healing crystals and gemstones starting with crystal basics stone and crystals can serve as physical representations and manifestations of your intentions for your life setting intentions is a simple but where, incredible where it doesn't matter <laughs> Setting intentions is, is a simple but incredible powerful way to help you understand our values, dreams, and life aspirations. You, we can achieve over, overall well-being and peace by providing ourselves with a clear sense of intention and purpose. In order to properly set an intention, you should create goals that match your values, hopes, and dreams. So you connect, say for example, you have one goal connected to what what crystal would benefit that goal. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to manifest, but I'd say this is one of the most effective ways too, just because you can like direct not only your energy and hopefulness, but also the crystal's energy too. Yeah. And kind of use it as a tool in that way. Right. That might be the best option for if you want to get into, you know, crystals Write the goals, desires, wishes you wish to achieve or obtain, and do research on specific crystals that could benefit, you know, those goals. Because that's that would be the best option. Um, 
when did you first start getting into collecting these? Um, I'd say like three or four. Yeah, like three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, at first, I just thought they were really pretty. I knew that everybody had their opinions and whatever about them. Like, some people were obsessed with them. Some people were like, okay, red flag if she likes crystals. Right, right. Um, that That's like me. Um, I, I look at them more as, as, as though if... Uh, Julia's porn. Sorry, I'm porn. <laughs> right into the mic. <laughs> um, right into the just mic. how aesthetically pleasing they, they looked. That was my biggest thing with them. But I I don't practice them. Um, I don't collect them. But Julia has a really, really neat collection. Yeah. Um, I try and, like, also every time I travel somewhere, get at least a couple. Yeah. Um... Like, this is just a little bit of my collection. I've got a bunch more at home. Um, my mom, she has a lot as well. She has a ton of them. Yeah. She has a lot of, like, really big ones. Um, she has this huge honey calcite stone, and then she has a really big rose quartz one, too. Um, yeah, I'd say that, like, when she first started to get a lot into it, um, that's when I got a lot into it as well, because she kind of dove into it all. And yeah. she taught me about a bunch of stuff that she knew and a lot of things that I didn't know before about it. So, yeah. Hmm. Well, we just wanted to, uh, I, I definitely wanted to dive into it because I knew you were into it and I wanted to learn more about it. Um, for the viewers or listeners, if you, if you, if you practice this type of healing method and would like to share, uh, your thoughts on it if you have stories about it that if you're in a dark time or whatever and these helped you out in some way we'd love to hear it uh you could call the cryptic hotline you could text the cryptic hotline 540-358-1583 leave a voicemail and we could share it on the show um i had one more story go ahead um recently i feel like this kind of like proved it for me recently like I'd say for the last year or two, I've been pretty into it, but this happened just like a month ago, and it really proved to me, or at least to me, Mm -hmm. that it was all real, and that, like, I don't know. So um, Spit it out! (laughs) I know. Sorry. I was with um, a group of friends, and um, we were all meditating together. Right. (laughs) And... We each, we had, we were on, sitting on the grass. It was like really fun. And in a circle and in the circle we had, within our circle, we had a circle of crystals and everybody like kind of just closed their eyes, felt around and picked whichever one they wanted to. Yeah. Or like they felt the most drawn to. And so everybody did. And then we did a um, crystal meditation and that's where we held the crystal that we had just received over or on top of each of our chakras. Um, I believe there's like seven or eight chakras. I might be wrong. I'm just getting into like the specifics of everything. So Mm -hmm. bear with me with that. Um, but we put them like on our legs, um, on our tummy, on our chest, in the center, over our heart. Um, 
I can't remember where else. I know that we did our third eye, like, in the center of our forehead. Um, somewhere else as well, but... Oh, yeah, on the top of our head, like, at the crown. At the mm -hmm. crown chakra. That was the last one, then second to last was in the center of our forehead. But, um, it was kind of like a guided meditation, just saying, like... The crystal is now over this chakra. Mm -hmm. The crystal is now on top of this chakra. And we're going to begin to um, really think about what we want the crystal to do for us. How much we're going to appreciate it. And then um, once we started bringing it like higher and higher on our body gradually. Like um, they said, oh, sorry it's been a minute so it's hard mm -hmm. to remember all the specifics but. It was just basically like, and then now you might begin to feel like a slight tingling or vibration mm. now that we've completely like received it and considered like all the things that it's going to do for me and like how grateful we are, all that stuff. And once we put it in the center of our forehead, like it felt so tingly. Really? Like, we had our eyes closed the entire time. Like it felt so tingly, like almost warm. Mm-hmm. And then once we put it onto our crown, it was, like, even more. Like, I could literally feel the energy hmm. that was just exhuming itself out of it. Like, right. it was crazy. Yeah. I don't know. So that, that proved your uh It kind of, yeah. Like, questions. I already, like, yeah, I'd say that I had questions more so than was skeptic. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that I was ever skeptic about it. I just think that I was not as knowledgeable right or hadn't had like hadn't been lucky enough to have an experience like that yet but i feel like i'm the same way as of right now with them um for me they're just aesthetically pleasing looking but i mean you do kind of feel a certain way when you when you hold one mm -hmm. like when i was holding yours uh, um it's it was a different like feeling. Just opening your body and your mind up. Yeah, yeah. And if, I mean, if you need something to get you out of some darkness, get yeah, you I mean, out of some. If it's not real, if like the energy isn't real, like hypothetically, like isn't it nice just to like think positively about something, have some sort of hope? Right. You know what I mean? Right. That's what. That's the thing. I don't. If someone just doesn't believe in anything, it's just hard for me to comprehend why they feel that way. Yeah, it's like, do you at least believe in, like, nature? Like, yeah. Or science? Like, what do you believe in? Right, right. But at the same time, who are we to... Exactly. What explanation do they owe us? Does right. anybody owe us? Or do we owe anybody? Right. And for the, the crystals to connect to this episode, basically, if you're needing something to heal from something cryptic whether that's you know something paranormal just something dark something dark that's happened in your life yeah like some people say like oh i must be cursed or i'm cursed yeah. or i don't know no matter what you're dealing with i don't know try and find a different mindset about it yeah whether that's crystals whether that's uh, religion um Whatever fits your, whatever floats your boat, I guess. Whatever fits your bill. Yeah, fits your bill. So, I guess you're gonna continue collecting. Yeah, I don't really 
probably plan on stopping. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it would be, you know, even if, like, say, if I don't believe fully in all this stuff, they're still aesthetically pleasing to look at. <laughs> Just around the place, you know. But, I mean, if they, if they cause positive, you know, energy, vibes... I don't think they're ever going to cause negative energy. Yeah, well, let's hope not. Then I'm down for them. Yeah. Well, Julia, thank you for sharing your your collection, your thoughts on... And your stories here. There's two <laughs> stories that I never heard. <laughs> Especially the Verbo one. <laughs> That's like, a great prank. It is a great prank. So, I, But I was so mad. Yeah. I was so mad at the time because I just couldn't stop crying. I was so scared. <laughs> I think I was like 20, 21 at the time. Yeah. No, I was like 19 now that I think about mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I was like 19. Yeah. I think this is the most chill podcast I've ever done, like I said before, but I think it's because of the crystals, it's because of the wine. <laughs> And the donuts. Yeah, <laughs> we, we just ate donuts. We had some donuts from Sugar Mountain Bakery in Rich Creek, Virginia. Shout, Shout out. out. Shout out. I got the s'mores. I went there yesterday morning and got a dozen. They're delicious. If you're They're a local so listener or watcher and you haven't checked out Sugar Mountain Bakery, it's on 219. You need and to check like, them out. They have really good coffee, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, she she has a bunch of different syrups and stuff. And one time I wasn't sure what I wanted. And the owner was, like, working and making the drinks. And I explained to her what I normally get at, like, Starbucks. And she was like, I got you. And yeah. she made me something ten times better than I could ever get from Starbucks. It was so good. It's nice. Like this, really sweet I, I like really sweet coffee sorry but like vanilla iced coffee with like I think caramel syrup in it or something but Heck yeah. something about it was just really good right so with that being said as I said at the beginning of this episode it's the start of the Oktoberfest <laughs> this is a very chill positive episode but after that <laughs> buckle up <laughs> I need to do another one like this at the end of October Yeah, because I have a list over there that you cannot see. Yeah, but it gets but it gets pretty wild. (laughs) It gets pretty wild, ladies and gentlemen. And we're not going to you know spoil it right now. You're going to be surprised. We got a lot of big episodes lined up. We'll definitely need to come back for a very chill episode like this with a bunch of crystals on the table. Um, also, if anybody that's listening has heard of or knows of anything about Pocahontas Cemetery, mm. whether that be an encounter that they had there or heard of somebody having there, just any sort of information at all about Pocahontas Cemetery in West Virginia, let us know. Um, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there real quick. If anybody knows anything about it. Yes, because we are building up an investigation team. <laughs> We're not building up a team. We're building up episodes. Well, we are. A, are we hiring? <laughs> I mean, you call us. We're like Ghostbusters. Five four zero three five eight one five eight three. The 
Crypticon. We will come and investigate. And you'll come along. The other night. No, it was last night that we were investigating like a house. Uh-huh. And we were seeing spirits like not even just on the footage, like in front of us. Was it the uh, chiropractor? No. Um, this was like a house and it was a two-story house. We were coming up the stairs and I was like really ballsy. I was like, I'm going upstairs first without a flashlight, anything. Wow. <laughs> and I get to the top of the stairs and there's like this human-like spirit form just crouched down in fetal position in the corner. Jesus. See it clear as day. Yeah. God. It was like this glowy shadow of a person like just in fetal, fetal position. Yeah. Once we got home from the concert... I clocked out, no dreams, woke up, felt great. <laughs> Can't relate. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, everybody, if you enjoy the show, five star on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, Spotify as well. If you're a viewer, if you want to be a viewer, subscribe on YouTube, like and subscribe. Yeah, the videos are pretty cool. Yeah, the videos are pretty cool. We try to, you know, the studio kind of, you know, I'll probably put some more Halloween stuff. There's some, you know, <laughs> spider webs and stuff in the background. Shout out to DG. DG, as in Dollar General. <laughs> I think they knew what DG was. Well, maybe listeners from Canada. I do have. Oh, I had a listener from Canada, so. Really? Yeah. Pretty cool, yeah. (laughs) Well, anyway, if you like the show, like and subscribe on everything, leave a review, tell me what you think. Um, Josh will be back in studio. Yeah, he's busy. Yeah, he's busy with a succubus, probably. Um, we got a (laughs) we got a we got a special episode uh, after this one. We will uh, just keep a surprise, and then. The following episodes will be pretty gnarly. So, heads up for that. Julia, thanks for being on the podcast once again. I was already here. You're already here? <laughs> but, um, I didn't make a special trip or anything. <laughs> well, I appreciate you uh, coming on uh, coming on camera. No problemo. Yeah. And for the wine. The che- wine came from my mother. You want to make a cheers? Thanks, Linda. Cheers. Thank you. What would you have done if those broke? <laughs> It'd be great on camera. Should we? Yeah, we're going to cut it. No, yep. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And lastly, watch your back. It's cryptic out there.
Blood.